So we do offer a beautiful co-working space for people, specifically women who are working from home, whether it's because they run their own businesses or they have a remote job. It's a beautiful place where people can go and work and work in a space that's really community focused. So you're surrounded by other like-minded people. You have, it's an open community where you can kind of sit wherever you want, but we have different zones. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and we're doing something a little bit different this year with some of our episodes. We're repurposing some of our favorite episodes around specific topics related to entrepreneurship. This month, we're focusing on entrepreneurship and community, us, we, our, together. And we're going to look at entrepreneurship and industries and different types of entrepreneurship and ultimately what that really means. But we're also going to delve deeper into the importance of community, networking, niche communities, and how that supports being a CEO, entrepreneur, and business owner. So sit back and enjoy these special episodes around entrepreneurship and community. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have two very special guests on the show today. I have Amy Dagliano and Kate Janich of Rowan Tree. Amy and Kate, it's awesome having you on the show. Thanks Thank you me. so much. No problem. Super excited to have you both on. Before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about both of them so you can hear about all the awesome things that they're doing. And best friends, Amy and Kate, are celebrating their shared birthday in 2017. We're celebrating their, their shared birthday in 2017 when the conversation turns to how amazing women are when they join together for a common goal. A few months, an official idea was was, was sprouted and Rowan Tree co-working and co-growth community was born. Offering both virtual and in-person membership, they are pioneering a new way to work. Geared for women and welcome to all, Rowan Tree offers an inclusive, safe, and open community and co-working space. Within their growth their growth ecosystem of women entrepreneurs and passionate allies, they intentionally foster a community of connection, collaboration, and inspiration. They infuse a mix of wellness, creativity, laughter, self-health, and kindness into programming. In the last year, they offered over 200 workshops on professional, business, personal, well-being, and creative growth. It's great to have you both on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I want to hear a little bit more on how this incredible idea got started. Could you take us through what I like to call your CEO story? We'll let you all to get started with all the awesome things you're working on. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll kick it off. Well, you mentioned some of it in our bio, but we are best friends and have been for about 16 years. The night we met, we actually discovered that we had the same birthday, same date, same year, everything. A few hours apart, though. But so we were best friends from that moment on and never had any inclination of running a business, never in our wheelhouse. We just both worked our own separate corporate jobs. But one night, as you mentioned, 2017, we were out celebrating our birthday at karaoke, having a couple beers. And we said, Oh, you know, wouldn't it be nice if there was a space where women could get together and they could really focus on themselves, but also connect with one another and, you know, just really collaborate. Yeah, that would be nice, you know, and just didn't think anything of it, but like good ideas sometimes do. It just kind of kept, you know, popping up in both of our heads. And a few weeks later, I went to Kate's house. She was working from home and I was working from home. This was before everyone worked from home. And uh, we didn't know we were co-working, but we had a great day together, just hung out, got our work done. We went for a walk at lunch. And on the walk, Kate said, 
you know that idea we had on our birthday? Like, I kind of feel like there's something there. I kind of feel like we should do something about it. And I was like, yeah, me too. So we, we had no idea what it was, and, but just jumped up and down and said, okay, well, we better tell our husbands we're starting a business. <laughs> and so from there, started to do some research about what it meant to bring women together and how they worked together and collaborate. And we saw this niche of female-focused co-working that was really starting to spread across the U.S. Uh, and we knew that was the direction that we wanted to go. And so we just, you know, started one person at a time building our community and getting feedback from women in the in the community about what they loved about work, what they didn't like, what they wish they had more of in their lives, and use that to really help shape our initial decisions um, about building our space. And then even started doing some pop-up events to, to make sure people knew who we were and, and knew what it was like to work at Rowan Tree. And that helped us build our community so that when we finally opened, we did a soft opening in November of 2018. We had 30 people who were members already. So it was great to, to open our doors and be able to fill the space that way. Nice. I absolutely love that. And I, I always feel the, the best ideas come from karaoke and, and a couple of beers. So I love how, you know, everything got started. So could you take us through a little bit more about, you know, Rowan Tree, exactly what we can find there and how you serve the clients that you work with? Yeah, so we decided we're more than just a co-working space. We are a co-working and co-growth community. So we do offer a beautiful co-working space for people, specifically women who are working from home, whether it's because they run their own businesses or they have a remote job. It's a beautiful place where people can go and work and work in a space that's really community focused. So you're surrounded by other like-minded people. You have, it's an open community where you can kind of sit wherever you want, but we have different zones. So there's an area we call the community hub and that's where you're kind of working, but you're kind of chit chatting and throwing ideas across the tables together. But then we have a focus zone as well. So that's where it's almost like the quiet car where if you just need to put your head down, you can go work. We offer conference rooms for rent. So if you have a client or a team you want to bring in, you can actually use those rooms as you need. So it's, it's a place where it's kind of in the middle of a coffee shop and a house. So it's like home with all the business amenities and friends. But then on top of that, we felt like it was important to offer more than just a place to work. Even though you do naturally connect, we wanted a place that offers programming that helps us be our best people, both in work and in life, because we feel, and we all know this, if you're happy, if you're happy at work, then you're a happier parent. If you're a happier parent, you're happy at work. It all feeds into itself. And the better people we can have, the better communities we'll have and the better world we'll have. So we wanted to create programming that's available to our members. And we have, it's a, it goes across our core pillars. So we our, our tagline is work, connect, be well, and create. So we have professional focused programming. It ranges from anything from you know, how to create a video, how to sell, even if you're a non-salesperson, how to think strategically to wellness. We offer yoga. We're actually about to offer a whole new perk to our members where they're getting access to different yoga classes totally for free by amazing yoga instructors. But we also have programming that's more around not just spiritual, but like creativity and personal growth as well. So even yesterday, we haven't asked the expert session where she talked about setting realistic expectations as parents for the school year. I mean, it's very practical stuff, but altogether, it's a holistic approach. And it's so we feel like you're making your business better, but you're also making yourself better as well. And the other piece that we oh, actually, you know, I was looking into something else, but we really try to foster connection and collaboration. So everything we do, we try to encourage our members to share, to promote each other. So as you're, even though you're a member, you're part of the community and our job is to help each other grow. 
So that's really all included in membership. We have different levels. We have one that's focused on the workspace, one that's focused on the programming, and then the hybrid of both. But no matter what, you're a part of the community, and it is incredibly powerful. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you personally or your business as a whole, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, so I will, before I jump into that, I did want to add one point that Katen mentioned. So with COVID-19, our business actually did pivot quite a bit and from being 100% in-person to 100% virtual. And uh, now we're open a little bit, you know, in-person, but also virtually. But that ties into kind of what makes us so unique. As Kate said, we're, we're focused on community. We're focused on you know, collaboration over competition here. And I think that that's a really different model than a lot of other places maybe put forth. And so it's not just a workspace. It's not just a networking group. It's this hybrid of both where it's really about building those relationships, building your community, building your tribe or your support people around you. And so when we had to pivot from in-person to virtual, because we had such a strong community, they really, everybody kind of seamlessly integrated over into a virtual environment. And I think our members really needed the stability and the support during, you know, the beginning of of COVID-19 when everything around us was unknown and and somewhat chaotic. So we kind of provided that really nice, that structure and stability, as I said. And so I think because we had such a strong community, that is why we were able to do that. And because we don't focus on just business and we are looking at the whole person, there was so much that we could offer and support our members with and so much that they get out of it, that it's, it's valuable to them to, to, stick with us even in these toughest of times. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So I nerd out all the time over a couple podcasts and, you know, most people, especially in DC, like really the power podcasts and, you know, the DC focus podcast, I tend to draw towards the real ones that I feel like I can truly relate to. So there's a podcast called Happier in Hollywood. And it's actually, it's, it's this woman, Sarah, Sarah Fain and Liz Craft, and they're both Hollywood TV writers, but they've been best friends. Well, not best friends. They were good friends since high school and they decided to become writing partners and they write for TV. So they're in Hollywood, but they have this weekly podcast where they talk about you know, how to deal with the profession of Hollywood writing, but it really lends itself to any career, especially working with a partner, especially making tough decisions where there's really no roadmap and also how to work together while also navigating your life and your marriages and everything else that comes comes in between. So they often provide just little nuggets every week of stuff that I, I actually use um, both in personal and and work life. And it's just more like, how to prioritize or how to, you know, remember to not sweat the small stuff. I actually hate that phrase, but you know what I mean? Like it's, but the idea is like what, it it just helps you remind you what really matters. And it also reminds you that um, we always have these glossy images on Facebook and, and in all these interviews, everybody looks perfect. And what I like about it, if you just saw these two women from afar, you'd like, wow, have they got it together? And I do, but there's also a lot of mess behind the scenes and they openly share it, which I think, makes us all stronger and more confident because of it. And then then we're able to not waste our time worrying about how we look and looking so strong and powerful, but, but being confident that, oh, this is totally normal. I can keep forging ahead and all this nonsense that's going on is normal and that's fine. And so then I can actually focus on what matters. It's ha- happier in Hollywood. It's 
cracks me up. Highly recommend it. And I love um, that as well. So I I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget, and that could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, a a community member, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So I was thinking a lot about this and I thought of two, but I'll I'll make them short so I can tell you two. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they might seem relatively simple, but it's the weight of them is very important. So the first is to ask for help. When you're starting a new business, I've had so many people come to me and say, oh, well, I, you know, I don't know how to do this. And I've never done this before. Well, I've never done this before. And you just kind of, you figure it out as you go, but you also know your strengths and you know what you're not good at. And so you have to be willing to ask for help because this takes a village to run as most businesses do. And you often can't do it all by yourself. And you often do need support from people that are experts in a field that you're not. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, I'm not sure how to do this. You know, can you help me? Can you be a resource? And you know, that was something we learned at the beginning, but even now more than ever, no one has been in this current situation in this current landscape and it's okay. We all need to reach out to each other and say, look, I excel here, you excel here. Let's put these together and see what we can do and how we can help each other and lift each other up. And so I highly recommend that. And it kind of goes hand in hand with that. The second thing is trusting your gut. You know, often when you're starting a new business, you're saying, okay, well, people told me I should be on this platform and I should be using this thing and I should be doing over here, doing this, going to this networking event. But none of that might be applicable to your who you are and your business and who your target audience is. And so it's very easy to get swayed by trying to do all of the things and go all the places and be everything that people tell you to be, but really trusting, <clears throat> excuse me, really trusting what's in your gut to say, I'm not sure that this is right for me. I'm not sure this is where I'm going to find my, my client, or I'm not sure this is how I want to sell, or I'm not sure that just because these five people over here did it and were successful that this is right for me. And it's hard in the beginning to kind of trust in that and say that, but truly that has been what has helped Kate and I the most that and asking for help. Uh, But, you know, like we know what we're doing is a little bit different. So what worked for WeWork say may be different than it is for us or what worked for, you know, a global networking group might be a little bit different for us. And so it's just being okay with like, Hmm, this, this feels right. Or this doesn't. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Kate and Amy, what does being a CEO mean to you? I Being a CEO is having the freedom to have an idea and to run with it. For years of working for other organizations, which you know, I still need some part-time, there's so much bureaucracy and red tape. If you have an idea, it is so hard to execute it. And having that open field of just, you know, let's try this. Okay, why not? And it doesn't matter if you fail, you're not going to get fired, you know, <laughs> but, but you can try. It, it opens up this, oh, this creativity that you knew was always there. I appreciate that. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a, a membership and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Awesome. Thanks. Well, I'll say that part first so I don't forget it. Um, You can find us at workrowan.com and all of our membership information is on there as well as a link to our events page because we we literally have events on a daily basis, um, most of which are internal for our members, but we do a few times a month have external events for the public, but anyone's always willing to, we're always open to having people come and try it because we feel it's important that you feel like it's the right fit for you before committing to, to be a part of this community. So the only other thing I wanted to mention is, as as we talked about earlier, 
from the beginning, we've been very upfront that we follow a model of collaboration over competition. And something that we did at the beginning of our journey is we reached out to other female-focused co-working spaces and said, wow, you're doing this really amazing thing. We're thinking about creating something similar. Could you, could we pick your brain for a few minutes? Could you give us a few tips? What have you learned? And we were really nervous to do it at first. Actually, at first we were protective of the idea and, and didn't realize that the more that we shared, the more we would get back. But we reached to these other spaces and they were so open and they were so helpful. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I truly appreciate that again. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.